Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Soleil Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Attention, please. And now, it's Cutter's Rockcast. Why is he so filthy? (laughs) No, I'm sitting here like, my zipper down? Like what? Now I'm subconscious. Can you? Nice. Good. Beautiful balls, man. Beautiful balls. All right, let's for real do this. looking at people's balls. I've noticed that. He loves the balls. And I'm not going to say who we're talking about. You're just people are going to have to guess. But I'm going to leave this on the audio recording now. Somebody in this room loves balls. Anyway, uh, we are with Adam from St. Sony. Dude, it's good to see you, man. You, man. You too. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Of course, yeah. always. Yeah. Uh, welcome back. New EP from St. Sony. Devastate single. Uh, already getting requests for it. This, this song is already reacting with people, it seems to be, yeah. which is uh, very cool that uh, you know, St. Sonia is still... I don't know. I mean, it seemed at first it, it felt like, okay, this is a cool project, but where is it going? You know, now we're, we're so many years into this. We know it's a real thing. Yeah. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah. We, uh, it's been, I mean, the last few years for, I just, I guess, same for everybody. It's been a, a oh, COVID, grind, right? yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's nice to be back and have some new stuff out and, you know, be on tour and playing shows and back out there. It's, it's awesome. Uh, well, this particular tour, and of course, we're backstage at the Rock, Res- uh, the Rock Resurrection Tour at the Epic Event Center in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Talk to me about guitar, because you have uh, Taven from, uh, I think it was Art of Dying, right? Uh, Tavis. Yeah, Tavis. From, yeah, yeah. I said that yeah. before. Yeah, now, well, uh, Taven's we, actually a better name. I'll, I'll mention that. Yeah, too, you should. Yeah. should. His name's Tavis. Yeah, Taven. Sorry. No, no, that's all right. Yeah, he, uh, yeah we have um, Tavis filling in for um, Mike Mushak. Um, Everything okay with Mike? I mean, is... Yeah, he's good. He okay. had uh, He had family stuff that was uh, pretty important that he had to um, be a part of. They, it, actually, he's had booked for a long time. So, uh, yeah, he couldn't come out with us, but... Tavis is a, a pro and a great player, a great guy, and mm-hmm. yeah, so we so we got Tavis to come out. So. Is, it, is it weird, I mean, having a different person, you know, looking to your right or left, depending on where you are at the stage, you sort know? Sort of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty used to Mike being over there, yeah. um, but over the last little bit, we've had to get a couple guys to fill in for Mike uh, for different reasons, so kind of gotten used to... That, but at the same time, Tavis, I mean, he's been a friend for years. So and I've known him for so long. I was going to ask long, that. I kind of figured as much. Yeah. So it's not, it's not, you know, and I really don't pay attention to those guys anyway. I'm not, <laughs> <yeah>. Adam's <laughs> like, I'm, just, I'm the singer. I'm going to do my own thing. No, I just, yeah, <laughs> I have more to focus on sort of than, uh, yeah, I want to look at the people, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Tavis or, or Kale or whatever, you know. with, with this tour, with you guys, Theory of a Dead Man, Skillet, what, I mean, we're only one show in, I get it. But for you, obviously, you know those guys. You've known those guys for a long time. I mean, what's it like for you to, to kick off that show and knowing what's coming next, especially? Yeah, I know it's cool, man. They're, uh, they're, it's been a long time since I played with, uh, with either one of these with band, uh, either one of these bands. But, um, it, you know, last night, first show was great. Skillet, they're such a great group of people. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, same with Theory, you know, fellow Canadians that we've toured with way back and for forever, so... Yeah, no, it's amazing, man. This is, it's a really cool lineup, and the show is killer. Like between between us and Theory and Skillet, the, I mean, it just never stops. It's pretty, pretty 
pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So talk to me about Devastate then. I mean, I mentioned the single at the start of this conversation, but talk to me about this song. Give me the give me the gist of it. Yeah, you know, um, I I've always I mean I've always kind of uh, written from uh, I guess just a place of uh, sort of anger and getting stuff out and that sort of thing. And that's not, that really hasn't changed all that much. So, um, you know, last few years of my life, I've dealt with a few people that, uh, that really, they just weren't, uh, weren't good people. And um, I just wanted to write a song that was sort of, I guess, realizing that. And, you know, um, it's a song about somebody that uh, just is, is so destructive that it just leaves a path of, devastation uh, mm-hmm. around them at all times and I had a I had a couple people in my life that were that were like that and uh, you don't really realize until you look back on it how much of an impact it had uh, at least I didn't so so yeah just that's what the song's about it's just about uh, uh, you know a pretty nasty person <laughs> well I think <laughs> that's honest. something we can all relate to right I mean it's yeah, so. you know uh, you so. you did a conversation and and I don't mean to throw him under the bus because he's standing on the other side of the camera, but you did a conversation with our hometown radio station here a while back that I've watched a couple of times because you went really deep uh, on a lot of mental health stuff and a lot of stuff that you had been going through. Um, so first, I, I think as and we, I think we all have stuff. We everybody has something, but uh, thank you for opening up. Yeah, um, it was kind of a, it was a really cool talk and to hear you dig deep like that. Mm-hmm. It, it, those types of things, I think, really kind of—I I don't know—I feel like they, it brings us all together a little bit, you know. Yeah, absolutely, man. It, it, It's—I uh, I, really—I'm really glad that it's—it's uh, it's something that people are talking about now. Mm-hmm. It seems uh, at least—at least more, you know. The—I um, think the stigma that's attached to the, the mental health uh, side of things is—is is slowly, you know, slowly going away. Um, yeah, so it's nice to to talk about stuff and. Um, yeah, just hear hear different stories and stuff. Just yeah, absolutely, yeah. and brings us all together. I think it's one of the reasons, right, why we re- relate to music so much, mm-hmm. uh, and whether it's the words, whether it's the beats, whether it's the guitar riffs, uh, whether it's something as simple as just poetry mm-hmm. um, or art in general, mm-hmm. makes us feel something. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes it, it 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 brings that out. So when you hear the artists even dig deeper, you know, it's like oh, I was. I knew how I was feeling was was real, right, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and there's, I feel like uh, nowadays there's a lot of stuff that's not real. There's a lot of, a lot of music and and people and things and that's just all fabricated. Feels like yeah. so. Yeah, I, that's that's uh, yeah. <laughs> it's nice to be real, you know. Absolutely. And, and I think I think people need that, you know, somebody somebody to relate to or something to relate to. Well, listen, we've been, uh, we've obviously been listening to you for a long time, you know, from Three Days Grace, obviously now staying to Sonia. Um, and it's cool to see you still out there, still doing it, still writing these. Because I, 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 even with Three Days Grace, I think that was one of the things that really hit home with a lot of people. Not to bring up a Three Days Grace song, that was weird. Um, oh, no, that's all right. <laughs> but, but I, I mean, just, it was the lyrics. It was the lyrics and the melodies that how you, how you kind of snuck them in there mm-hmm. that everybody just seemed to resonate to. Yeah. And, and we're hearing it in Santa Sonia as well. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, man. It's, it, I mean, things, things change, and you yeah. know the, uh, the meanings of songs and everything changes, and sure, like, absolutely gets different stuff. But yeah, I mean, the, the general sort of bones of, of how I, how we write songs or I write songs is, is that it's a, you know, just getting stuff out, and uh, yeah, and people seem to relate to it, you know, and that's well, that's and really plus cool. we get to hear it over Mike Mushak riffs. Yeah, Which that, is always good. Yeah, it doesn't suck. Does <laughs> no, it? it doesn't suck at all. <laughs> no. Um, for those that don't know, and we've told this story years ago, but how did you two come together to form this, to start this? 
He actually, when I, shortly after I left Three Days Grace, he, uh, he just called me out of the blue. He said he was, because uh, we had toured a lot together with Stained, and yeah, so yeah, we knew course. each other. And uh, he, first and foremost, he just wanted to check in with me and see what was going on and see how I was doing. And, uh, and then he said he was working on a solo record um, where he was getting some guest singers to do these songs with him, and he was doing guitar. And um, he asked me if I wanted to be a part of that, and I said, sure. And so we got together. Uh, got together in a hotel room in Toronto. He flew up to where I was living. Um, we sat in a room. He played me some of the stuff he had. I played him some stuff that I had. And it, it just turned into uh, basically more songs than we, we had planned on. Like, we had just planned on doing one song together. And then it turned into, well, I have this and I have this. And he liked what I was coming up with for melodies and stuff. So it just, I mean, it happened super organically. We didn't really have any, any plans of starting a band. Um, but the songs turned out really well, and so we just decided to go for it. We're like, why don't we just uh, just do it, you know? So it was really, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool how it, how it happened. Well, I think we're all happy that you did. For I real. am, for sure. Uh, Adam from St. Estonia, Devastate is the new song. Dude, thank you again so much, course, and, and can't wait to see the set tonight, yeah, really. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you got it. I'll grab the microphone. No, that's a great way to start. No. So we were just talking about this on my morning show this week. It is a true fact that the penis size over the course of the last couple of decades has actually gotten bigger throughout all people, not just whatever race you are. It doesn't matter. It's not a compliment when my my wife says my penis is prehistoric. (laughs) And that's my conversation with the Reva Deadman. Thank you very much. We've all just been canceled. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I like Good. it. Uh, we had a conversation. So, uh, Theory of a Dead Man, Dave Tyler, thank you for doing this. Always appreciate yeah. it. It's the Rock Resurrection Tour, which we're excited for. Just kicked off this week. We're in my hometown of Green Bay, Wisconsin, at the beautiful Epic Event Center. Packers. Um, yeah, the Packers. Right? Is that the football club? It's the football club. Not a sports guy? The football club. The football club. That's right. Tyler, you and I had a conversation about the song Dinosaur and kind of yeah. where you guys were going with this record. And then we talked about cars and got lost in other stuff um, a while back. But the song's been out for a while. You just released this uh, crazy version of Two of Us. Mm. Um, and thank you for that because I absolutely love it. Uh, is that indicative then of the, where this record's going? You got the rock song, you got the jammy song, you got the kind of theory of a dead man, jokey, but also serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, that, yeah, I that. think these first three songs represent very well what the rest of the yeah. record sounds like. Yeah. Uh, it's very dynamic, but in a sense dynamic of what we would have done probably in the third or fourth record. Yeah. There's some fun songs. And then there's, uh, I think the next scratch track is Medusa, which is... Uh, Another rocker. Heavy it's rock. a rocker. Yeah. Another rocker? Yeah. It's nice to have you guys rocking again. Yeah. So does it feel like... I, nothing against the last two albums, because they were fantastic in their own right. There's no question about that. But at the end of the day, Theory of a Dead Man, rock band. And you guys are, I mean, you got, these are riffs. These are guitar-driven, hard rock, yeah. in-your-face riffs. So weird, too, because, you know, like, I, it, 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 our last two records weren't, like, riff rock and records, but when we play those songs, they impact. So, mm-hmm. like, RX, uh, we play RX, and the impact of it, it's, there's, like, one acoustic guitar, and it's just massive. Uh, so now it, it does, to answer your question, it does feel really good to be doing riff rock stuff again. But, you know, we... we when we tour, we do playing our catalog all the time. Anyway, we're always playing some riff rock stuff. So, I think, uh, like Ty said before, you know, we do what we do in a weird way. It's like <laughs> there's a little bit of something for everybody in our catalog. We're like the what do they call that part of the the world? The rides are what do they call that? 
you know, the, the rides, rides are. The rides and the, the games, fair, the, the fair where they have, they call that the carnival. The, the, the carnival? No, they call it the. I'm just repeating something what you said. It's called. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Adam. Yeah, I, got, I, I got nothing. Yeah, he doesn't know either. The Midway. The Midway? The Midway. What do they call it? The oh, Midway? It's a circus in the Midway. Isn't the Midway where like all the games and stuff are? The Midwife. That's the midwife. something completely else. Yeah, yeah, So again, we were talking about how penis my, size There goes my uh, metaphor for your demon is the Midway. <laughs> You're the Midwife of, of rock and roll? Carnival. Right. We're the Midwife <laughs> of the Carnival. We're just helping other bands deliver their hits. <laughs> That's great. You need a hit song. Uh, Come to Theory of a Dead Man. We are the midwife of, of active rock. <laughs> and hey do man, you, whatever, where do you go from there? You know what where, I mean? Whatever. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the rock. Well, hey, if you're if you're that of rock and roll, how does that fit into this rock resurrection tour? You guys in Skillet. Now, you, have you guys toured in the past? Because I feel yeah, like yes. it's yes. been a while, though, right? It's been a long time. I was trying to think about that. Maybe a dozen that. years or something like that. It was the Avalanche tour. I don't know when that yeah. was. 2011. Man, oh man, yeah. Yes. I like, they just keep so looking like at the manager. Years ago. That's who they're looking at, by the way. Um, yeah, I love when people look off screen, right? <laughs> what was what? Q, okay. line. Yeah, the, the last few years have been hazy. I don't know, 12 years? I can't remember that far back. Nuts. So obviously you guys have a relationship with Skillet. I mean, that you yeah. know, you, you guys kind of came into this world sort of at the same time. I mean, the success ladder, they, it was them a little bit before and Theory of a Dead Man hit. And then obviously you guys got huge uh, in, in, what, 2007, 8 with Bad Girlfriend or whatever when it really blew yeah, the it. roof off the place. Um, you guys have both been doing this, though, for a long time. So it's kind of cool to see you have this tour together and, and have this package together. And uh, I mean, the reviews the other night were fantastic. Yeah, cool. And the shows are, a lot of them are sold out. Tonight's sold out. Yeah. People are buying tickets to this thing. Imagine that. It's crazy. <laughs> well, and it's worth it, though. That's the yeah. beauty is, like, we watch, we got to see kind of what all the bands are delivering yeah. last night, and it's, uh, it's, a, it's a good package, and so, yeah. everybody's bringing it, so. St. Asonia, let's, let's, can we give props to St. Asonia here? Absolutely, like, we can. Man, yeah. oh, man, they're so good. Please do. They play Saint a lot of hits. Yeah. They play a lot of hits. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's a great package, and. The San Antonio guys too. We love Skillet, but the San Antonio are Canadian, so we have to we have to battle them in hockey yeah. somehow. It's got to be. You gonna have a battle. hockey game? We're gonna do well, some chill. Chill. Okay, do some so if you guys if you guys have a hockey game, is it sort of like when football players to go back to the Green Bay Packers have to not do certain extreme sports during the off season for fear of getting oh. injured? Do you yeah. if you play hockey, do you have to wear like giant pads around your wrists and stuff we so that you can still play played, guitar? We all played hockey in the off season. We all every time we were off tour, we we were all playing ice hockey. There's times where I was thinking it was a little risky, but. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you just got to do what you got to do. You're out there like, with your bros. It's you like the scene the in Anchorman, everything but the face. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Rule number one, no face. Of no course, of course. Exactly. Yeah, obviously, obviously. Well, yeah. the album Dinosaur will be out again March 17th. That we, that information we didn't have uh, last time we talked. St. Patrick's Day yeah. right, for an album release. Awesome. Are you, How drunk are people going to be? To the, I think that's it. That's the key, right? Get them real drunk Hammered. on green beer. And then they go listen to the Theory of a Dead Man record. Where are we? I appreciate more. I don't know. I think what city we're in, we're going to have to have some green beer. It's going to be go. gross. Ad Rock's <laughs> flying out. It's going <laughs> to be messy. To it's going to be green greasy beer. and buttery. And, yeah. He's going to recycle green beer. You know what comes with the green beer? Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. 
With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Green shit. Green shit. <laughs> it's green that. shit with Theory of a Dead Man. That. Thank you guys, seriously. It's always good to see you. It's always good to yeah, catch course, up. Man. I always appreciate it. Congratulations on everything. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, we're again backstage on the Rock Resurrection Tour at the Epic Event Center in Green Bay, Wisconsin with John Cooper from Skillet. First question, what are you reading currently? Because I need, I need a new comic book to read. Oh, and, oh gosh, I, don't, I haven't See? read any new comic books. Since you haven't? Come on, man. No. I was thinking about that the other day because, you know, Ant-Man came out this week. I took, I took the kids to see it oh, last yeah, night, it? and I'm like, oh, I'm talking to the nerd amongst nerds tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to ask them. That's a good title, I'm the nerd amongst nerds. The nerd nerd. amongst nerds. I feel good about that. Yeah, there you go. You should. How is it? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, you like it? Yeah, it was really good. Good. It was really well. A little shorter than I thought. I think if that's the one thing I would take away, but I think they did a really good job. Oh, interesting. It's funny because they've been making them longer and longer and longer. Yeah. People are going, man, these movies are so long. They're three hours long. That's too long. That's that's, uh, that's like three or four pee breaks. And then they give you the giant (laughs) sodas now that are, you know, they're so big. You get a free refill. It's like, dude. If I drink two of these, <laughs> I'm going to the hospital in diabetic shock. Yes. But here's the thing. If you pay for it, you got to have You got to have You got to. the same way. It's a psychological thing. I'm just like, I feel like somehow I'm, 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 I'm winning the lottery or something. <laughs> it's like right? it means way more than it should. I don't know, man. I think I got bamboozled at the, uh, at the theater yesterday. Oh, I'm yeah. like, give me the large. And it's like, this one? I'm like, oh, I said, is that the large? Bamboozled. I'm and like, so I felt like here every day. I felt like Farva. Like I'm like, give me a liter of cola, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I got bamboozled. I got bamboozled. Oh my god. Um, here, let me let me say this, and and let me let me see you react to it. Hit me, back. Seventeen time platinum band skillet. Mm, crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, we've been doing this a long time, John. Yeah, I never. It's incredible. I'd be doing this for. 10 years, much less 20, this is my 27th year. Yeah. Never imagined a million years. So Skillet's a funny story because we've just been, it's just been such a slow, you know, like slow and steady rise. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, I think 2010 is when things really changed for us, you know, and, and, and that, le- that final piece was getting radio. When we had some radio success with Monster, all of a sudden, all these people are like, who's this new band Skillet? You know, but we had been yeah. there for 13 years. Well, yeah, exactly. So that was, I think, what really shot us up. And these fans have just been with us, so I can't believe they're still with us. Sorry and I had to like, thank you so much for supporting us, but it's true. I mean, we wouldn't be here if they weren't. Your fans have stuck around, and they're rabid, man. They really are. They're wonderful. Even, even coming into this week, coming to this show, the tour kicked off yesterday, obviously. It's a big deal. It's a big show. It's Skillet. It's Theory. It's St. Asonia. Uh, obviously, all bands we all love. We all can't wait to see. But uh, still, the Skillet fans, man. Oh, my God, Skillet. I can't wait to go. You going to a Skillet concert? Skillet concert's coming. You going to a Skillet concert? <laughs> it's great to, to see. It really is. Man, they, they've just been so supportive for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, and it is. It's funny because in interviews, I know sometimes I've said it to people if they haven't seen us. Um, we, when we go to festivals or we've gone to yeah. Europe, they've asked us. And I've tried to explain Skillet fans. And sometimes they look at me like, oh, that's, that's, that's nice. <laughs> that's and nice. after they see us, they're like, it is kind of like a community. It's like, a, it's a, so tonight, for instance, we did our VIP. Yeah. And a couple came through 
and they got engaged at a skillet show. Okay. But they also had their first date at a skillet show. So they're like, we met you guys a year ago at a skillet show, and that was our first date, and now uh, we're engaged at a skillet show. You know, so it's like this. It's just wait, this wait, 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 wait. They got engaged tonight? I think they said they got engaged tonight. Holy crap. Yeah. That's awesome, because I was actually standing by that VIP line, but I wasn't paying oh, attention. Well, they did, I'm sorry. They, they, they did it before. They did it before. That's right. I was going to say, right. I feel like we would have made a big to-do about that. Uh, yeah, I would have, too. I <laughs> yeah. would have been like, yeah. do it on stage. Right? Yeah, so, so but they're kind of Somebody like get them a throne. Yeah, they're celebrating their engagement. I, I got you, I got but you. we met at a, you know, at a- And they met at, at a skillet show. Their first day, yeah, it was at a skillet show. So you, you hear these things um, that are just so cool. Tonight, another, let's see. A dad and his daughter came through the VIP line. She's 15, and he's, you know, you don't always see uh, parents with kids that like the same music. You know? Yeah. So it's something that, that now, like, families are sharing together. It's just a really unique, beautiful thing. You know, I'm glad you said that, and I've talked about this in so many episodes of Cutter's Rockcast and on the morning show and on my old show a million times my kids. I talk about my kids all the time. I'm single dad, I talk about my kids all the time. It's what I got. But they got really into rock music. Um, and both of them, and I guess I didn't really think about it until you said it, both of them it was Skillet. Skillet was the band that, it was sort of the gateway drug, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden my son's walking out of his bedroom going, have you ever heard of Motorhead? I'm like, <laughs> Dad, boy, have I. Dad, I heard this new band, you gotta check them out, they're called Motorhead. Go look at my vinyl collection, I'll tell you about Motorhead, you know? Um, That's funny, you know, I, I've actually, I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that a thousand times. And, and I think it might be because Skillet is so melodic. You know, so for we're not we're not quite metal. We're certainly not pop. We're not we're heavier in the alternative, but we're not a metal band. We're kind of in the middle of these genres, and I think it's the the melodic nature of the band, uh, and, and, and the melodies are kind of poppy. And what you end up getting is a lot of. I've had a thousand people say you're the only rock band I ever liked, but now I'm kind of getting into all these other bands. So um, it's it's kind of an interesting thing, and I also think it's because. We have a very young sound. Um, it's very, uh, Skillet's always been very positive and energetic. And I think that's something that a younger generation mm -hmm. kind of likes. Whereas the older generation of rock fans, even the bands, um, you know, when I was getting started in the 90s, rock music was just a bit darker. It was a bit more nihilistic and pessimistic. It was awesome. It's what we loved about it. It was full of rage. But I think that, that Skillet was doing something that was very positive, and I think a younger generation kind of connected with that. You know, the world's changed, and I think that's part of, that's my psychological analysis of it. We'll see. Welcome to Psychological Analysis with John Cooper from Skillet. <laughs> I, but the positivity aspect, is it, I don't wanna, I hate to say this word because it sounds so not rock and roll, but is it safe? You know what I mean? Like. Is a parent see, okay, so if you see Skillet, right? And I love Ghost, one of my favorite bands in the world. But if you see Papa Mertis on one album cover and you see Skillet on the other album cover, you know what I mean? Does the parent go, you can get that one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and again, that's no offense sure. to Ghost. Like my oh, daughter course, is yeah. obsessed. My 13 year old daughter is obsessed with Ghost and I love it. We're going in the summer. But um, I was I just wonder if there's, especially for a parent who doesn't get it, you know what I mean? Who doesn't I, live like yeah. we live, you know? I mean, I think that that's, you know, fair. And, and um, I, it's actually something that I pride myself on, even though I know for some people, they, it, they might think it's a little bit, uh, in other words, 
we're not making fun of ghosts, but other people could also be making fun of me in this situation because oh, absolutely, uh, not that you are, but but that it, well, that's kind of the safe one. It's almost like faux rock or something. But for me, it was always something I pride myself on because I love, as you said, I have kids. Being a dad is the best thing in the world, and I want to take my kids to something we can enjoy together. Right. Every other word is the F word. I don't want to take my little kids to go see, you know, it, it changes what this is about. Yeah. So it's not a judgmental against those acts. It's just not. It's not your thing. It's, that's right. It's, I think it's wonderful to have something like Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi is something the whole family could go to see. And I always kind of like, I was always. I want that. somebody to tell Richie Sambora in 1986 that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bon, jo- bon Jovi is something for the whole yeah, family. Like, what do you mean? What? Yeah. Um, oh, I love Bon Jovi. So, but yeah. okay, so let me let me take that into this realm then, because obviously we've seen you with every single rock band that exists and all the festivals, and I heard you talking about it before, but it works. You know, that's the thing. You, you take Skillet, and sure, there's positivity. We all know about the religious background, and, and that's fantastic, and you and your wife and your kids on the road, it's such a cool thing, and the positivity and all that, but it works. It works no matter where you are. Like, I've seen you at Life Fest, which is a Christian music festival in Wisconsin, but I've also seen you you know across the highway at a festival called rock usa a year later you know before slayer like it it just works it always seems to it doesn't matter where you are right i think that's because you know one of the things i say a lot is that for me it was always about just being real being myself yeah because i think that art um that when it comes to music the best music in my opinion is for people who are being genuine and so that's why somebody, like some people have said to me, because they, they know I'm a Christian, and they say, how can you listen to, uh, you know, they, they name, well, let's name Trent Reznor or whoever. How can you, it's just not like what you're like. And I say, well, I, I believe that he believes what he's saying. That, to me, that's what makes good art. Yeah. Somebody's not trying to put on a, uh, a facade, you know. You, usually you can kind of smell through that. I like, I like art that people create because they, they believe it. It's the way they feel. It's the way they see the world. And, and it might even be sometimes shocking. And that might be what's, quote, good about it. That might be what's good about the art they art that making, you know. So I think for me, it was, it was just, hey, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be authentic. And even though some people might be like, I'm not really religious. That's not really my thing. But I can respect that they have the balls to do it. They have the balls to say what they want to say. And I kind of dig it, you know. Yeah. I remember the first time we played with uh, um, Five Finger Death Punch, I remember thinking, you know, because they're like a little bit heavier than us. <laughs> and, 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 and they say, uh, you know. Except now they tour a country artist, which is amazing. Five Finger yeah. is amazing. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 a hu- I'm not even a closet fan. I'm a huge open fan of Five Finger. Um, but I was thinking, I'd never met him. And I was thinking, these guys are going to be like, we're like the Backstreet Boys. Oh, my God, they're the sweetest human beings on the planet. So nice. Yeah. So uh, we play, and I, I saw Ivan at some point on stage. I thought, oh, I bet he hates our music. And I'm coming <laughs> off stage, and he's like, he's like, you kidding me, man? He's like, this was so good. He's like, this is Christian music. I guess that I'm a Christian now, man. This music, you know, I was thinking... There's no way he liked my concert, but he did. And they're, the, they're awesome guys. Yeah, Chris yeah, yeah. is such a great guy, too. Um... They're all just so cool, but the point is, is that I think there's something about when you're making authentic music and you're being real, people pick that. up on it. I love that. Authentic music that's real. Absolutely. Um, 
Well, listen, man, Dominion, uh, Day of Destiny is the new deluxe edition of your latest record. Uh, that just came out. Um, uh, Psycho in My Head is the new single. Um, this is the other thing I could say. You know, I started this conversation with 17-time platinum band Skillet. I feel like you're walking out like, you know, a wrestler with that promo. Skillet's, <laughs> Skillet's become kind of like the WWE house band. It's like if WWE has a pay-per-view coming up, it's like every third one, Skillet has the song that's the theme music. You know, they've been really good to us. I wouldn't even know how to say how that happened. Yeah. I, don't, I honestly don't really know. Right. But they were one of the first, um, maybe the first major supporter of Skillet back in 2009. And we just owe them a lot. <laughs> we owe them a lot. They've really, and not just in America, because they're, you know, they're, they're worldwide. They're Their worldwide, video games yeah. are worldwide huge. Mm-hmm. And so when we go tour in Europe or in England, people are like, I heard of your band on WWE, uh, you know, video game. So they've been very, very good to us. And so it's also cool for me because I'm, I'm kind of like all things, I'm all things redneck, you know. I like WWE, fairs, NASCAR, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like all things like Southern, I'm from the South. So yeah. all things so- Southern, I'm totally in. So yeah. for me, it's also kind of like dorky because I, I – I love comics and I love WWE and no, I love it. Yeah. And that's something that obviously we've related on that's over the right. years. Uh, you said uh, when radio, when when radio started picking you guys right. up, that's really when it changed for you. I will say this: right before radio started picking you guys up, it was when some radio DJ named Cutter presented Skillet with the Wisconsin Area Min- Music Industry Rock Band Woo! Award. Uh, that's that's when it blew up. The whammies, just kidding. Uh, you know yeah. it is. It's so cool. <laughs> and they weren't there. That's right. Anyway. That's why we weren't. Exactly. Somebody's too busy on tour. But no, man, it's, seriously, it, it's great to see everything after all these years. Another sold-out show tonight, which is absolutely going to kick ass. Uh, and I know people are stoked for it, and I know you're hungry to do it. So congratulations. Well, I appreciate that so much. Great hanging out with you and chatting and having fun in this this amazing uh, dressing room with the treadmill in the background. <laughs> and the, Golden uh, tea. Uh, yeah, it's like a golfing type thing here. The, the funny thing is, there's, and you can't see this, I'll post a picture, but there's a great mural behind us, well, behind the camera, but it's also the walkthrough where everybody goes, so like, oh, we got to face it the other way, we can't. Yeah, you never know yeah. walk, like, you know, Tyler walks by from yeah. the of a day, man, you don't want him messing up my interview. You don't want, you know, you don't want these other. Well, who was it before? It was the bassist from St. Asonia came through and, like, showed his girlfriend the room or whatever, and, like. Right. Yeah, no, dude, we're just hanging out, man. Go do your thing. <laughs> you <know? laughs> I don't want them messing up my sweet interview. So, That's right. You know, so all these people watching had to suffer with this just background. Suffer. I'm, maybe you'll get inspired to do some exercise. Yeah, absolutely. Some positivity, John. Some positive exercise. We bring exercise it all back before, around. But we're going to have to exercise again before this show gets going. So there you go. Are you kidding me? Have you ever seen a skillet show? You extra, You look like you're losing, like Angus yeah. Young up there sometimes. I know. I always tell my wife, my wife plays guitar for skill. And I always tell her, besides Angus Young, I'm sorry, honey, besides Angus Young, she is the baddest stage performer you have ever seen. She's wild. She's the awesome. Angus Young. This guy's. You ever look, just look over. Insane. I was totally going to wrap this up three minutes ago, but you ever look over at her and just go, man, 
She married me. Oh, yeah. I, 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 so I look at her and I start giggling. I'm yeah. like, she's just so bad to the bone. So I had to, I had to like, this is almost funny. <laughs> How did I do that? Almost. <laughs> I married up, son. Yeah, that's Come right. Outkick the coverage, as my buddy Will likes to say. No, I like uh, that. Yeah, How there you go. That? Uh-huh. I like it. Good job. John Cooper from Skill. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, peace, guys. I feel like it's going to be the death of me, death of me. There's a psycho in my Cutter's Rockcast. Don't forget to tune in. Exactly.